Welcome to Certainly Doomed Reviews. It's Katie. It's Sam. And um, that's it. Kurt and Corey haven't seen this movie yet, so we decided to do a little bit of a brother-sister special here. It's a sibling podcast? Sure. Um, This episode is entitled, Spoiler Man, No Way to Avoid Spoilers. Well, we're going to spoil No Way Home, so... If you haven't seen it, you need to stop listening. Watch it. It is de- it's most definitely a watch it. If you haven't seen it, because most of the world's already seen it. Yeah, if you've not seen it yet, we're going to give you about 10 seconds, and you're going to listen to this lovely little song we're going to provide. And uh, that's all the time you get to stop listening, go see it, and then come back and finish the episode. All right. Here's your song. Enjoy. Okay, um, Spider-Man No Way Home. Holy shit. <laughs> do we even need to do this synopsis? I feel like we, for consistency's sake. Uh, with Spider-Man's identity now revealed, Peter asks Doctor Strange for help. When a spell goes wrong, dangerous foes from other worlds start to appear, forcing Peter to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. And this movie stars... Tom Holland, Zendaya, Marissa Tomei, Alfred Molina, Willem Dafoe, Jamie Foxx, Jacob Batalone, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I don't even see him on this list. <laughs> they did not include him, which is <laughs> shocking. Thanks, Google. <laughs> um, uh, also, special appearances from uh, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Charlie Cox, uh, Thomas Hayden Church, and Reese, Reese Ifins? Ifins? Yeah, something like that. Um, can we just Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield? Holy shit! It's Spider Man Endgame. <laughs> it is. Holy crap! What a good movie. Which, um, which this now I guess means the to- the Raimi movies are in the MCU. Yes. So I guess <laughs> Spider Man Two is not my favorite MCU movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Okay, so obviously this movie just came out, and it is two hours and twenty eight minutes long, and directed by John Watts. And damn, he did a good job. Yeah, it's it's the best Tom Holland movie. Yeah. Um, I do think we need to start this episode off by issuing an apology to Andrew Garfield. Yes. Um, last episode, during Spidey Bells, we talked about how Andrew was our least favorite Spider-Man. Yeah, we kind of... We kind of shit on him a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, which I guess we should say he he's the best part of those movies and uh, it's not his fault it's the writing yeah that's what it boils down to so i'm so sorry andrew if you're somehow listening (laughs) i doubt you will but in the off chance that you hear this our apologies it's not your fault you were the best part of those movies they just they didn't do you good (laughs) they did not so i guess that leads to to our, our next part should he get a number three now now that we've had two spider-man trilogies his kind of abruptly ended after number two yeah he got gypped um you know what i'm gonna say after his performance in no way home yes absolutely however um and and granted it's been a little while since i've seen the the amazing spider-man movies his peter felt a little different in no way home uh not like horribly different but he, he's matured, I guess. Yeah, which I mean, he went through some serious 
loss and had to grieve and actually take time to move on. And he, he talks about that a little bit in, in the movie, but um, I, I think he's better now. So I think if they keep up with the Andrew that we got in this, yeah, I, I, I could do a third movie. Yeah, I would, I would. I'd love to see him be Spider-Man more after this. Um, some people have had the idea that they could have him and Tom Hardy's Venom crossover, um, which I would be okay with. I'm not the biggest fan of those Venom movies, but I've not seen them yet. Which I guess now I need to. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Also starring uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy and, <laughs> and uh, Danny, Danny Rojas, Rojas from, from Ted Lasso. <laughs> um, that whole little clip, I was just sitting there like giggling because I'm like, football is life. <laughs> <laughs> but when we get to our favorite part, uh, my favorite interaction of the Spider-Man, the three Spider-Men is uh, them talking about their villains. And he's the only one that hasn't fought an alien. And just saying... They could do that now. They could. And it's set up. And that way you can have two different Spider-Mans and still make a billion dollars with each Spider-Man. It's true. Yeah, I, I gotta say, oh, I mean, okay, this isn't, I guess it could be my favorite part, but it's not the favorite part I was thinking of. Um, we're talking about the three interaction or the three of them interacting. Uh, then when they're like waiting for all the villains to show up at the Statue of Liberty and they're talking and just the, how like, I mean, it is like brothers having a conversation. It was so funny. And Toby just like, you're not lame. You're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> just them like, I don't know. The way they talk, it was great. And them in the lab together too. They did the meme. They did yeah. the meme where they pointed and it was fantastic. They they do it twice actually. Uh, when true. they When they uh, regroup after their things are going badly. Peter three. Yeah. They <laughs> Really, you can only see a thing like Toby and Andrew are pointing at each other. And yeah. I, I think Tom might also, but they kind of do it twice. So, but <laughs> it's great that they do it, and that you can. It's very subtle. Yes, <laughs> it's it's great. Okay, Sam. Um, so actual favorite part of the movie, like hands down, best part to you. Um, is it's them talking about the the villains they fought. Uh, I just love the the I fought a alien he's like oh i found an alien on earth and in space you went to space <laughs> yeah can we rewind that back to where you went to space and the oh i'm the lame spider-man i only <laughs> all i thought it was a russian dude in a rhinoceros machine <laughs> i i don't know why it's just my, the funniest thing to me because we got to see them being themselves talking to one another yeah. instead of like here's the mission at hand and we're focused on this it was actually them just having conversation and it cracks me up um I think, well, not think, I know my favorite part. And okay, first off, you people are recording these scenes in the movie theater. Stop doing that. You're going to get yourself in trouble. However, for my benefit, where I'm watching it on TikTok, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> because I just showed Sam the clip, but the clip where the three of them run and jump and start swinging from the, um, the Statue of Liberty after they've regrouped, it just gives me absolute chills. Um, I was telling Sam and like pointing it out as I watch like they still each have their three own individual swinging styles and then when they like web together Toby is the one that they like he launches them to keep going which I think is fitting because he's the one that started Spider-Man yep. like he's the first and then one by one you get them like flying up and doing the pose 
where the moon like silhouettes them and then they land in their signature pose and it's in order you get toby and then andrew and then tom and it's just ah i literally i have chills i have chills talking about it right now like so damn good um also as we discussed you know andrew was not my favorite spider-man when ned and mj are together and they open up the portals and andrew comes through i cannot get over how excited i was that it was actually happening like well let's face it we all knew it was gonna happen we did but the fact that you're there in the movie theater watching it and there they are on the screen again i just chills Again, I'm pulling up my sleeve. Same can confirm. Yeah, that's why I said Spider-Man in game. That that sounded the the portals. I can't remember who said it on Twitter, but they're like that is like the greatest like feeling ever in a movie theater. Now, whenever you hear that portal yeah, opening sound, because you know something awesome is about to happen. Yeah, I just and even Chris, you know, we grew up on Toby. The last episode we talked about how like our parents literally pulled us out of school to go see this first first Spider Man movie, and then we got to skip school for Spider Man Three. Yeah, to watch it twice. <laughs> so it just you know those ones obviously have a special place in our heart for that reason, and so seeing Toby on screen again was just uh, I don't, I don't even have words for it. And it was so funny. We were sitting there watching it and I sat next to dad during the movie. And it's in, when they're in the lab, Toby is still in his youth pastor outfit. Cool youth pastor outfit. And dad leans over and goes, are they ever going to put him in the suit? And I leaned back and I kind of tugged at my collar. I'm like, you know, he wears it underneath. And so then like two minutes later, literally Andrew's like, so do you have a suit? And Toby does the the collar tug, and there's the suit, which I will have to find this video for you on TikTok. That is hilarious. Some girls like, here's my joke about about uh, No Way Home when they contacted Toby and Andrew. Toby's like, yeah, you get me one day on set in the suit, and that's it. The rest of the time, I really don't care what you dress me like. That's fine. But yeah, I'm in. But Andrew was like, absolutely yes, but I want to be in the suit as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah it's great and i know andrew's a, i mean obviously i think they're all big spider-man fans but andrew is a really big spider-man fan it was just his inner dealings with sony that kind of soured him on the whole spider-man thing and i think they actually fired him because he spoke badly about his experience with Sp- amazing spider-man 2 well you know if they hadn't written a bad movie yeah did, I had completely forgotten about this, but did you know MJ was going to be in the movie, but they cut her out, like, completely? Did they really? Yeah, I can't remember the actress who plays her, but there's, like, set photos of uh, Andrew Garfield talking to a, a redhead. Like, oh, wow. So it's going to set up MJ so when Gwen dies. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's the way that it... I mean, that's the order. Yeah. Like, Gwen was his high school love, or high well, school sweetheart. College college was yeah, it college? they meet in college that's why liz allen is... oh yeah that's true i always forget about liz allen yeah which is ironic considering Cause... that was my fifth grade teacher's name <laughs> and my fourth grade teacher okay well i guess my next question sam is uh what was your favorite line um we can do favorite funny line and favorite series line if you want because i have two well it might come from the same person as much as I do love that interaction of the three. Uh, my favorite, probably because my one of my favorite 
performances is from Willem Dafoe. Uh, the, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> Hearing that again was just Fantastic. an absolute delight. Also, the scene of him fighting uh, Tom Holland in the apartment and the the strong enough to have it, too weak to take it. Yeah. Is he's just so menacing. It's, it's chilling. Yeah. I mean, honestly, not to overuse the yeah. word, but it is. Okay, so. What's your favorite funny line? Favorite funny line? Um, I think I have two. So first off is when Doctor Strange tells Ned, Peter, and MJ to Scooby-Doo this shit. And MJ's like, I know a couple of magic words myself. And one of them is please. <laughs> and Doctor Strange, please Scooby-Doo this shit. Yeah. That one makes me laugh. But also, um, I really, really love, again, Statue of Liberty. The, not, not to brag, but I was one of, or I was an Avenger. That's great. What, what is, is that? that? <laughs> and then Peter three. Yeah. Andrew just goes, is that a band? Were you in a band? I freaking cackled. I mean, like ugly laughed. And I, I keep yeah. quoting it. That's like my go-to line already. Yeah. I don't, I do love the Avengers line. I don't know why, but him saying Peter three is just the funniest thing to me. It's the way he does it with his hands out. He's like, Peter three. Which I wish they I mean, I kind of wish McGuire or Toby would have been Peter one. Andrew would have been Peter two. Tom would have been Peter three. But it it does it make it makes sense in the movie because Tom's the only Spider Man that's worked on a team, so it yeah, makes sense. That it makes he's sense, and it's shots. his world. Yeah, so it it makes sense. But I guess in that little like mildly nitpicky. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of wish, but at the same time, I get it. So it's not a big nitpick. It's also kind of ironic that Andrew's Peter three, but he's the only one that didn't have a third movie. <laughs> Ooh, burn. I uh, guess you could count this as his his third. <laughs> it's a joint yeah. joint effort. Um, so my favorite serious line is when uh, Tom. I just we're just gonna have to refer to them by their first names. It's too yeah. hard. When Peter, Peter, <laughs> we're gonna be Ned all over again. Yep. Peter, yeah. Peter Parker. Still the same dude. <laughs> um my favorite series line, so when Tom goes and it's after May, which that destroyed my heart for the record. Um when he goes and he's sitting by himself and Peter or not Peter, Toby and Andrew come with MJ and Ned to find him. And they have the with great power comes great responsibility. We haven't gotten that yet in the MCU movies. And so to hear it on screen was one thing, but to have it come from Toby and Andrew and I guess technically May too, but to hear it from the other two, it just really like, it was even more powerful. It was great to finally hear that in the movies. But my question now, I guess, is did Uncle Ben never exist in this universe? Yeah, that's something I want to know is if there's a Ben or not. I mean, they talk about, you know, they heard those words the night their Uncle Ben died, but Tom never says that. Granted, I mean, in the What If show in the Zombies episode, Spider-Man appears and he says Uncle Ben, but that's also in an animated kid show. Yeah. So Would it, we really consider that kid show? Oh, I guess that's fair. <laughs> animated uh, show yeah i i don't know it just 
I want to know if Ben exists in the MCU. So I guess that would be my least favorite part if we were to do a least favorite part. It's just the no clarification on if Ben exists. Yeah. I mean, he has a briefcase in Far From Home that says, like, has the initials. Yeah, that's true. But so, still. They... I mean, I guess he does. It it just feels like, they, like he doesn't skirt... exist. Yeah, they kind of skirt past it. Like, here's a slight nod to him, but this is it. This is all you get. We're never going to mention him by name. Yeah, we're just not going to acknowledge yeah. it. Oh, can I add another favorite line? Yeah. Uh, I'm a really good lawyer. <laughs> um, as a big Daredevil fan, it was great to see Charlie Cox back. I'm so excited to see him. I know. I, first off, I, I've i seen like the first episode of Daredevil, which I know you're so disappointed at me for that. But literally, as soon as he showed up, not even when he showed up on screen, when I saw his cane. Yeah. I literally, so we at the movie theater, it was my dad, or our dad, me, mom, then Sam. I literally, like, shot forward in my seat and leaned over and looked at Sam. I was like, oh, my God. Because yeah. I was more so excited for you, but it was also the fact that, like, it's literally everything is opening up. Yeah. Like, there are so many possibilities that can go on now because of this movie, and it's amazing. So with all those really awesome lines, obviously, that, that ties into their acting. So I guess, who had the best performance? Um... For me, uh, I think we alluded to it a little bit earlier, but uh, Andrew Garfield stole the show for me. He, he Peter was, three, yeah, <laughs> he he was just so fun to see on screen, and uh, I don't like I I love Tom as Spider Man, and obviously I'll always love Toby, but Toby just kind of seemed like the chill older brother, and <laughs> Toby almost took the Uncle Ben yeah. position in this, which I mean they they kind of needed. After, you know, obviously, Tom, Peter, lost Tony. He needed that that kind of, I don't want to say guardian role, but that, like, cool uncle or, you Mentor, know. Mentor, Yeah, guess. that he can look to. So, yeah, I mean, Andrew did great, but. My my other choice would be uh, Walton Defoe. As much as I love him in Spider-Man 1, he is so terrifying in this movie. He is. He, I mean, he... I would like to say that he literally, he came off screen and the original Spider-Man and walked away, did this thing and came back and took that role immediately. But he just like amplified it. Yeah, I I think it might have helped that he was like, he's probably been thinking about it from 20 years now. I mean, like, all right, how would I do this better? Yeah. And then he just was even better. <laughs> but also like the comic book accurate outfit costume or whatever. Yeah. Freaking great. It was it was a good idea to get rid of his dumb Power Ranger <laughs> mask. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. Uh I mean I I don't hate that mask, but it, it It's so <laughs> iconic, but it was also really nice to like have the classic like Green Goblin look and actually get yeah. his face because that man is talented in his facial expressions. Yeah. Honestly. It's so crazy seeing him switch from Norman and to Green Goblin. He is yeah. Yeah, just wow. That's another one. I just don't have words for it. It's so good. Even the the scene where after they cure Doc Ock and Doc Ock's like, how's it feel to know you'll finally get be rid of your darker half and you can kind of see like his shoulders like tense up a little. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Well, it's that's another one. Alfred Molina was He was perfect. also great. Yeah. It's it's like he never left the role. He did a great job. 
Um, okay, so best performance. I feel like it maybe it's a little cliche to say, but I mean Tom really came into his own yeah. in this movie. I mean, he he did a phenomenal job in this. And it's not that he's been bad in any of the other Marvel movies that he's been in, but he really just like you can see how much he has grown as an actor since he started yeah. in the MCU. And the just some of the the expressions he was giving and like especially at the end when like he's like i'm gonna kill him i'm gonna kill him you i mean you believe him it wasn't just a you know oh yeah he's doing a good job acting i'm he's gonna go get him yeah you get him it was literally i'm so just focused on that emotion and it was it was almost hard to watch because like it's the same thing from watching the other ones it's hard to see you know one of your favorite heroes get that like vengeance filled look on their faces and so tom just did a really good job he did him just saying he wanted to kill goblin was was great i mean everybody gave a great performance i don't hate anybody in the movie yeah i mean or honestly, dislike really yeah i'm trying to think i mean literally there i don't think there's one performance that i would have wanted to tweak at all and i know you know i know we talk about how you know, a lot of the Marvel movies are the same and, you know, it's the same plot line and everything else. And the characters start, you know, to kind of become a little one-dimensional or two-dimensional, however you want to word it. But I really feel like they did a great job with this. We started to see, like, MJ soften up a little bit because, I mean, she's she's a blast. I love her being this, like, moody, rude teenager. But it was nice to see her have this, like, soft side and actually get a little emotional and again tom just the way he he changed throughout this i don't know it just this honestly this might be my favorite mc mcu movie after watching it i need yep. to see it again to confirm but it was just so incredibly well done and it you know in game in game is not the greatest of movies i mean it, it's really not yeah as a standalone movie, it does not work. Same thing with this one, I would say. Yeah, you need the others to to watch beforehand. But, you know, Endgame, like I said, not the greatest of movies. However, it's like a giant love letter to the fans. And that's what makes it good. So, but this one, even though, like, we got the big nostalgia points of there's Toby, there's Alfred Molina and Willem Dafoe and, just, you know, all the originals that we saw before and Andrew and, yeah, just all of that. It, it, I don't know. They just did something really good in this. And I think one of, I, I forgot this in favorite parts, but the very end when, you know, Peter's lost everything. Like, he's, yeah. he's no longer, and I'm going to quote unquote here he's no longer iron man jr like he is now full-fledged peter parker he is spider-man living on his own he has to figure it out on his own and you get the clip of the fabric laying at the sewing machine and i got so excited for that because that is that is peter yeah he is making his own webs he's now created his own costume it's no longer the, you know... Stark suit or Iron Spider. Or the, like, sweatsuit costume he started off with, which was great. I still yeah. love that, too. But he's no longer, like, relying on the things that he was given. And now, granted, I, I will defend him and say, he didn't ask for all that stuff. And I know a lot of people get nitpicky about that. But, again, it's not like Peter went and knocked on Tony's door. It was like, please give me your technology, you know. And in this one, we get 
Peter being as smart as he is. Like, it showed off even more than the other two. Um, I mean, the first one, they did a pretty good job of showing that Peter Parker is a smart kid. The second one, we kind of fall off that a little bit because it's summer vacation. We don't really dive into it too much, but you get more of it in this. And I really, really love seeing that side of it because he is, he is smart as hell. So smart as hell, Peter, you've got him making his, you know, talking about his web cartridges and everything else, which that was a fantastic scene. (laughs) Um, And then him now making his own costume, which I really need to see this costume in all of its glory. I am so excited about that damn costume. Me too. I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> it just as much as happened in the, as much with as much that happened in this movie, it still left you at the end of it with a feeling of hope. Even though, you know, we lost May, we lost Ned, we lost MJ, and you know, we've got Peter who's having to figure all this out on his own now. Him with the new costume swinging through New York City at the end. It did. I'm like I'm like, he's got this. It's going to be okay. Things are going to work out the way they're supposed to. So it just, it was a nice little bow on the present at the end there. It was. I, it was great to see uh, him come into his own, I guess. Yeah. I'm curious to see if he's going to work for Jameson in the next movie. Ooh, yeah. Because everybody I'm, forgot who he was. And it would be, yeah. So with a, uh, Marvel and Sony are we're, we're planning the next trilogy for Spider-Man. Uh, what nice. characters would you like to see? Ooh. So I got a couple I would like to see him interact with. Uh, I think it would be cool to actually get a Gwen Stacy in this universe. Same. Um, so I would be excited to see her. But my number one, as I hit the table, the mic's <laughs> on. So I'm so excited. excited. <laughs> I was really just so excited. I was flailing about. I really want to see Felicia Hardy. I yeah. want Black Cat. Yep. I am such. I'm gonna. I can't believe I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna sound like a Gen Z or. I am such a simp for Black Cat. I don't <laughs> even care. <laughs> I fucking love Black Cat. Can I tell you when we were when I was playing through the Spider Man game on PS4, yeah. I literally like screamed when she fucking showed up. I was so excited. I just yes. I need some Felicia Hardy in my life. That would be great. I hadn't really thought about that. Um, <laughs> you know, originally, like, I thought we were going to do this question as, like, a, you know, what... Villain. Or, you know, what kind of... What Spider-Man do we want to see next? Or, you know, and I was like, oh, Spider-Gwen would be kind of fun, like, in real life. But then when we talked about it again, we were like, Spider-Man character, I was like, mm, Black Cat. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, cracked out a little bit because got so excited. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely want to see Gwen Stacy, and I would also like to see Harry Osborn and Norman appear, the MCU version. Oh, yeah. Because that would be interesting to see how Peter reacts to that, knowing the knowledge he knows now about. Yeah, my only wonder with how that would work is that, you know, when Norman comes and he says there's no Oscorp here, so That's maybe true. Oscorp is on the rise. Or he Norman's trying to get it started, so it's I mean possible. I guess that's a way that they could do it because I think they're I think they're gonna have to fast forward a little bit so we're gonna get a college age Peter now yeah and maybe just a couple years in the future because I think by the end of the movie he's he's technically still like 
a senior in high school because I think in his box when he's moving in, he's got a GED yeah. test. Which I've seen some stuff, but one of the biggest things, and I'll kind of circle back to this in a second. Um, even watching this movie, it's hard to remember that this takes place directly after Far From Home. Yeah. And so sometimes I, I struggle a little bit with that because I'm like, is this literally, it's just a continuation. And so, you know, especially at the beginning, you have to remind yourself, okay, Peter's still in high school. Like, this is still the same Peter that we just finished off watching. But by the end of it, it's like, he is no longer a high school boy. He is a man. And I think some of that comes from, you know, dealing with the trauma that he's been through. Like, trauma does age you. It does. It changes yeah. your mentality and the way that you work. So he's definitely, he is no longer a boy, but a man. He is now a the Spider-Man. He is. <laughs> what are you, a Spider-Boy? <laughs> Spider-Ling. <laughs> I would be excited to see Black Cat. And now that the symbiote is in the universe, maybe. Yeah, uh, we need a real Eddie Brock. Yeah. A good Eddie Brock. Yeah, well, that'd be interesting if they're going to do an Eddie Brock in this universe. Because that would be weird to have Tom Hardy. I guess they could just well, yeah, recast Tom Hardy as well, Eddie Well, Tom Brock. Hardy went back to his... That's true. His universe. So now, and I mean, obviously, we've got a billion other Peter Parkers. So surely there's an Eddie Brock in this universe yeah um and, and as long as it's not Topher grace i'm sure he'll be great it's true um Topher grace was not the right casting for that i don't care what anybody says yeah I, i've read online that sam raimi was he because they really sony wanted venom in the movie and he didn't so he cast the worst person <laughs> for it and to be like see we don't need venom and they're like it's great we love it i don't know how true <laughs> that is try. but I uh, hope so, because if so, that is like the pettiest move in the world. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> well, it's the same thing with like uh, the original Blade Runner is the studio wanted a voiceover. So they got Harrison Ford to do that. And he was like, this is dumb. You don't need a voiceover. So he gave the most dry, bland, <laughs> terrible voice over ever. Harrison... And they still used it in the movie. <laughs> Harrison Ford just gives no fucks. Yeah. I aspire to be like that when I'm older. But back back to the the question i asked um actually i'll I'll go back to the venom thing um they they did set up scorpion in the uh um coming which would be great to actually see scorpion in a movie but also in the comic books matt gargan wore the uh venom symbiote for a while so that would be fun to see i guess if they don't want to recast teddy brock yeah um but i would love to see craven the hunter in a spider-man movie I don't think it's going to happen now because they cast Aaron Taylor Johnson in a Craven the Hunter movie, which is yeah. the weirdest thing ever. So is is this like Marvel, un- like actual MCU? Or is it- I have no idea. Okay, because <laughs> Pietro's coming back, but he's not as fast. So I just, I yeah. 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 I, mm, I have mixed emotions on this. Same. Because Craven the Hunter is fucking great. He is great. It just, just makes me want to watch like the animated Spider-Man <laughs> TV Same. show from the 90s. Um, let's see. Is there a... Do- I'm trying to think. Are there any other characters I would love to see? Uh, I'm drawing uh, a blank. <laughs> no. I, I think I would actually like to see maybe Ned grow into the Hobgoblin role. That would be interesting because he seems 
so opposite of that. <laughs> of course, he's magic now. So, was, well, he doesn't remember that though. Oh yeah, it's true. I guess maybe. Damn could, it. <laughs> yeah, I guess he. I mean, I guess if he somehow got his memory back, he could be angry at Peter. Well, hell for... yeah, for not coming back to him. And which MJ still wearing her black Dahlia necklace at the end. Oh, she was. I didn't yeah. even notice. Yeah, she's still wearing the necklace even though she doesn't know who Peter is anymore. Sad. Also, yeah. that scene of them in the diner at the end, I'm, I mean, obviously I'm sad that Stanley is no longer with us, but I'm really sad because that diner scene would have been the perfect opportunity to have him in there. Yeah. Having old man Stanley sitting at the diner with them talking and, you know, back in my day, we had a different Spider-Man. Yeah, or he could have been the, the owner of their shop or. Yeah, just something could have chalked him up to being a crazy old man. What do you mean there was a different Spider-Man? <laughs> Yeah, oh, that would have been great because that would have been basically like a, cam- a reference to the Spider-Man game, which there are a couple of references to the game anyways in the movie because I guess Tom Holland played it in between yeah. filming. <laughs> he tried to incorporate some of the poses and stuff. I saw that interview. Yeah, uh, when he's fighting Goblin in the apartment and he like does the thing where he like kicks him up into the air and then slams him down. Yeah. I think that's from the game. Yep. So much i love that so. <laughs> so any other characters um since they might eventually be setting up uh miles morales i'd love to see because he was also in spider-man homecoming uh as we see uh, donald glover is aaron davis again yeah miles's uncle because he plays the or is the prowler in the comics so i almost i feel like there was a really good opportunity to set up, um, like, introduce Miles in this. And had there actually been a scene where, like, uh, Peter was helping May at Feast, and maybe, you know, Miles and his mom are there, like, volunteering, and Peter and Miles could have had a little interaction, and Miles, yeah, my mom makes me come and volunteer. Granted, he probably would have been, like, you know, 10 to 12 years old at the time. He would have been young, but I could see that working for his character so at least they would have started to form a bond without it being too you know forced so i i kind of wish we had had that but who knows maybe it's a deleted scene that we didn't get (laughs) it's possible uh i don't know if this is true or not but people from work believe the footage of sandman and uh lizard turning back into their human forms oh it was just pulled from the last or their yeah, the other may, movies like uh, the sandman footage just basically looks like the him forming scene but like in reverse yeah i think i saw that too um my one little thing i was gonna circle back to before i forget about it so you know ned and mj are going to mit they got in and we know that riri williams ironheart is getting her own tv show well, it's true. She goes to MIT. So, I think it would be a cool way to tie those in. Maybe we get a little bit of Ned and MJ at school in the TV show. It's possible. So, I think that would be kind of neat. I don't I don't know that it's going to happen. Of course, with Marvel, you, you never know. Yeah. I think Zendaya said she's done after this movie, but that also could be a I want more money yeah. contracting thing. Same thing with Tom Holland saying he wants to take a break. I mean, he probably does because he filmed Uncharted and then this back to back. He's been working. <laughs> he had like a week. He filmed Uncharted first and then this, and he had like a week break in between. Yeah, yeah. Which... I mean, he deserves time to to rest. Like, yeah, 
any of them do. I mean, the, the fact of the matter is they're doing a job. And mm-hmm. it's just like us normal people working a nine to five. I deserve a day off too. <laughs> just like they do, even though they make significantly more money than I do. <laughs> but everybody deserves the chance to like rest and relax and recoup and, you know, just be able to function again without being exhausted 24 seven. So yeah. Well, we have anything else to add? Oh, another thing I would like to see. Um, <laughs> I just thought about, or I had thought about it and then forgot about it completely when I was uh, blanking earlier. I would love to see Spider-Man finally fight the Kingpin in life action. Yes. Uh, and now with spoilers for Hawkeye, uh, Kingpin being in it, confirmed to be Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. And now also having Daredevil back. Uh, great time to have them fight up. And team up and fight against uh, Kingpin. Yeah, and the end of No Way Home is during Christmas time. And, and they swing by the big tree. And we have Rogers the Musical signs. So, I guess we will find out in the finale. It comes out tomorrow when time of recording. Yeah, uh, it's it's Tuesday the 21st. Tomorrow is the 22nd. Way to, way to break the illusion. Sorry, we do well, this Well, I guess I broke the illusion first. Yeah. Yep, first off, tomorrow, 22nd, happy birthday, Kurt. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, Kurt. But yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. Also, just more Yelena. I need more Yelena in my life. <laughs> She's great. <laughs> Been trying to practice my Yelena impression. It's going okay. <laughs> you want to give it a shot on air? <laughs> um, Which, so line, have, which um... line should I do? Uh, Okay, uh great plan i love the part where i almost bled to death not bad it's it's, it's a work in progress just the the arm and the hair and the, you're a poser it's a fighting pose you're a poser the whole thing she's just great she's a mood she she's the best part of the black widow movie yep there's not a lot of great parts <laughs> You know, they didn't specify which Black Widow it's about. That's true. <laughs> All right. Is, is this where we we sign off? I guess so. I don't really have anything else to say yeah. besides watch this movie. Yeah, please just go watch it, guys. You, you're going to freaking love it. I mean, honestly, it is just fantastic. It's really a lot of fun. So, you know, even if you aren't the biggest MCU fan, but you love the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies... You will enjoy this if you are an Andrew Garfield simp like most of his fans. We've <laughs> used that word twice now in this yeah. episode. You're, you're gonna enjoy it. It just—it's a very, very fun movie, and I—I am dying to go see it again already. I would would like to see it another time, <laughs> probably a few more times to be honest. Yeah, I—I I think I could watch this one over and over again and be happy. So, all right, everybody. Well, with that, I think we're gonna go ahead and say goodbye and uh. Enjoy Spider-Man No Way Home when you get the chance to see it. Should they keep the home thing up for the next trilogy? I'm, I know I'm stringing on this last minute, but I would like them not to do the home thing. Yeah, they need the they need a new one because I mean, what, they can't be like Spider-Man homeless, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess he kind of was in this one, but yeah. uh, I think they should use the title of Spectacular Spider-Man. Ooh, especially with that suit. Yeah, do it. Do it, Marvel. Because we can't use Amazing Spider-Man. 
but it's, it's taken. <laughs> I guess I mean there's a there's a show Spectacular Spider Man, but still. Yeah. That show's also great. <laughs> All right, everybody, go watch Spider Man. Tell us watch how much it. you love it, and enjoy our uh, awesome logo we made for this episode. <laughs> All right, bye everybody. Bye.